The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit LowTreeStudios.com. From Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind, this is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. My name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, stubborn people overachieve. I'll explain. Plus, I'll share the reason women spend 28 hours a week cleaning. Wow. Uh, I'll share the benefits of being born in fall, wacky but true news, and addictions you didn't know existed. And Mindy, what are you sharing? I'm going to do 54 secrets. Your restaurant server isn't telling you, but I'm not going to cover all 54. That's a lot. I, I knew you were panicked. A little bit. That would be a five-hour podcast. We, yeah, but I'll we, break it up. I have a, if I have, it's good enough, and you think it's good enough, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll break it up, and we'll do. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we'll um, do it next week. How many do you plan to do today? Eh, maybe ten, fifteen. I don't know that you ever keep track. I don't. Yeah, because uh, I have a lawn to mow. So um, don't don't. What's that? I pressed a button. Oh, don't do that. Uh, I'm using the. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, welcome those of you listening. After the live show, because we are not doing it live today on your favorite podcatcher. And of course, I already welcome Minnie, but I'll welcome you again. It's Saturday morning. We delayed the crap out of this one. We just did not feel like it this week. Yeah, we're we just apologize. lazy. We do apologize. And I want to thank everybody that like sent us messages like, asking us where we are. Yeah, we planned to do it last night. Uh, but I <clears throat> went golfing. <laughs> It was a beautiful day here yesterday. It gorgeous, was. Gorgeous day. Gorgeous golf day. I enjoyed my day outside. I, I, I bet you did. So I didn't. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed being outside. I enjoyed being with the people that I was with, mm-hmm. playing golf. It was very crowded out there. It was a slow, slow golf day. And, you know, uh, those of you who listen to b- both shows, um, the difference between us and this one, I bought a net to practice hitting into so that I could try to improve my golf game or at least just some of those strokes. And you've been working really hard at it. I have. And I saw no improvement. It, 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 it's incredibly frustrating. It was incredibly frustrating. Yeah. You were still carrying it on into uh, this morning. I was, well, in part because it was a five hour day and I could have done something else mm. with my life. You yeah, know, no. I mean, I just could have done something else. Um, again, I enjoyed- You just need to embrace the suck. Boy, I try. It, <laughs> and the thing is, is uh, the people that I'm playing with are that much better than me. You should take lessons from me. Uh, you, from you? Because I suck all the time. I <laughs> embrace the suck a lot. Take take lessons on embracing the suck? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you meant take lessons on golf. No, that too. We, You and I should both go. Yeah, I think I've decided today that I, I'm I'm not going to play with anybody until I get some lessons and... and uh, and, and, and then if, and then, okay, so this is me, right? This is the way, uh, and I was saying, I was t- telling this to my friend, Steve, who went golfing with us yesterday. I was telling him, I'm like, I, I just don't have a natural ability at this game. Mm-hmm. Like m- most, uh, most games I've played, I have a, already a sort of a natural ability at the game, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, tennis. Yeah. It took, it took a while to get better at it, but I already had sort of a natural ability. I was able to play and have fun you know, um, 
pickleball right away. I mean, right away. And it, it didn't take much for me to be one of the better players really, really quickly. I think, I think golf takes a little more finesse. But there, I, I, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what Steve says. Well, <laughs> I was that bad. Yeah, maybe you were, but I think... I think some people just already will have a natural ability at things. I just feel that way. We do. And then some others will have to work a little harder if you really want to work through the bullshit. Yeah. For me, that's golf. I I am not good at it. And it's disappointing to me because typically I'm pretty I can tell. I'm pretty good at athletic sports almost right away where I can hang with everybody. Like there's not one sport where I haven't where I haven't been able to hang, you know, basketball, maybe when you're playing with tall people, but even when I was younger, I was pretty good at basketball too. I was pretty good at football. I mm. mean, I was really good at catching the ball. Um, so I was a receiver. I was fast, all that uh, golf, n not at all, mm. not good. And it really sucks to be with people that are driving, you know, 200 feet further than you. My balls don't even get off the ground. They just <laughs> dribble all over the ground. <laughs> and, and it, it, I think it's frustrating. Uh, listen, I think you're going to find benefit in taking a lesson. And I think if it's just me and you taking a lesson, it's going to be good. Well, I will tell you this. If I take a lesson or, or when I take lessons and I don't improve, I'm fucking throwing in the towel on okay. golf. That's uh, it. Fair enough. Um, I mean, it's, fair a, enough. it's such a cool idea to go out there and hang out with your homies at the, at the park and hit balls. Mm -hmm. But when it's that bad, it, it isn't fun, you yeah. know, and yeah. everybody's way better than you. Like Steve, he was hitting, if you don't know anything about golf, duh, sorry, he was hitting a five iron all day yesterday, pretty much for driving, not a driver, a five iron or four iron, sorry, his four iron off the tee. And he, and he was playing just like, he was trying out new clubs. Of course he's playing better than me, you know, if, but he's doing it longer. I'm not, there's no comparing. I just I started. I think what you need to do is secretly take lessons and just get really good. I, and I, then go out and whip their ass. I don't know about whipping anybody's ass. <laughs> but like, okay, my cousin Ricky, right? Uh -huh. And this, then I'm going to get off my bitching wagon here. My cousin Ricky, he's only been playing two years. And he's really good. Mm. And he told me yesterday, I was like, man, you're really good. You've only been playing a couple of years. You, you, are, you have a natural ability at this game. And he was like, yeah, and I'm the worst of my, the people that I play with. Mm. All right, well, I got no hope. There's hope. I'm just not going to go out there and play with those guys anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to play with you or get lessons. And I think I'm just going to get lessons. I'm going to take. It, does that golf course out there do lessons? Yeah, but, but David doesn't recommend the guy that teaches them. Why is that? I don't want to get into the why. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he just doesn't think he's a very. Off here, But yeah, I thought that'd be a great place to try and learn. Well, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm but sure what whatever if, he could teach us. How about this? <clears throat> We take a lesson from that person and we take a lesson from another person because then I think you get, you, you get some differences. I agree. And teachers. I like it. And, and that'll be fun. Uh, so I'm not giving up on it. Uh, it's kind of a segue for this next thing here. Okay. Uh, I'm not giving up on it because I'm stubborn and mm. I want to be able to, I want to be able to hit the ball right. Well, you're very competitive. I'm competitive. Not against other people. I'm against Yourself. myself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. Okay, so let's get into this then. Do you ever find yourself exasperated by your child's stubbornness? It's stubbornness. I don't have children. I get exasperated by my own stubbornness. Uh, does your daughter continually disobey authority or does your son hate 
hate doing what he's told. Uh, I was in that category. If, if so, congratulations. Recent, recent research claims a child with a stubborn streak is more likely to overachieve in education and go on to earn more once in the job market. These study findings suggested that a tendency towards rule-breaking Mm. AKA me has a positive correlation with earning a higher individual income in uh, adult life. And I, I think the reason why, and if I think about myself, like I didn't get, I didn't get higher education. I don't think that it, it, this, this is related to education, of course, but I think a stubbornness in general, even if you don't go the education route, mm-hmm. it may, when you're stubborn like that, you question authority. You question whether if it's, is, is it authority for authority's sake or is it authority, um, wh- wh- what's the reason behind the authority? You you always kind of question that. Well, why are you telling me to do this? Is what, Have you thought the reasons out? Is I think it that's a, a good thing though. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you should be that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stubbornness in, I don't know how to play golf. I want to figure out how to do it. Now I'm now I'm pissed at golf, so I want to figure out how to do it. <laughs> I I I you know I'll sit there on the court on the course and go, this game sucks. I'll never never playing again, right? But then I come away from it a day later and I'm like, no, I want to fucking I want to conquer this shit because yeah, it's beating you and you don't I, like it. I hate it. Mm. I don't want to be beat by that shit. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, stubbornness is a, is a good trait, I think. So the question is, Jason. Yeah. Will you ever succumb to the suck if you just suck? I won't play with anybody if I suck that bad. It, it's not fun. Yeah. It, it just isn't, right? I mean, uh, the reason, okay, there's reasons why, right? It's an individual sport. So so let's say you're, let's, let's, let's attribute it to pickleball. All right. So Steve's a beginner at pickleball. I'm not. Um, although I have only been playing a couple of years. Uh, I'm pretty good at it, right? But Steve and I as a team might be okay, right? Mm-hmm. They may play to him a little bit more and he's a little bit athletic, so he'll get some shots back, but we're a team. It's a team. So as a team, we have a pretty good chance if you have one really good player. Mm-hmm. When you're playing by yourself... Yeah, you're going to just... You suck. Yeah. And and then, and then everybody's watching you suck too. That's the hard part, right? You go up to the tee, everybody's watching you, waiting for you to tee off, and it dribbles down the fucking course. <laughs> And it, it's, you just go, I give up. Well, I think we've covered this enough. I, I, I think you're just going to have to succumb for now. You asked the question. You brought it I back did, up. I did, but. Do you regret that you asked the question? Well, no. What, what is it? What is it that you don't want to hear me bitch? Is that what it is? A little bit. A little bit. I just want you to get better. I want you to like the sport. Me too. I want to like it. I really want to like it. Yeah. Uh, for married women who can't figure out why they always have so much housework, researchers may have the answer. Oh, yeah. We'll what, see. What do you think it is? That there's always something to clean? Yeah. What do you think the reason is? I think that's just life. Hmm? I think it's just life. We just are, we get messy. Like, especially you and I during the week, we don't have time. We, um, you know, try as I might, though, I really do try to keep the. Keep, no, you keep do. I'm not. I'm not taking away. I'm just saying, life happens. You know, and then. Well, you're busy. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, like for example, on Wednesday we wanted we were supposed to podcast. We said, Nah, we're gonna sit on the couch. Yeah, because that's how busy we were. <laughs> yeah, but come on now, it's like, been draining. It, it, it has. Some been. weeks are worse than others, and I I agree with that. Anyway, the the researchers deduced that it is husbands that make more work 
for the housewives. I don't yeah. really concur with, well, at least not in my household. A study showed that if having- any, If anyone, it's me. Yeah, I, I was going to say it's opposite in our house. <laughs> you should see her tray. All right, we, we have our little TV trays that, that are on either side where yeah. we sit on our- on Usually our, can't see a Mindy's, surface uh, every, when we If we cook dinner and it's ready, you have to clean her shit off before she can put it on there. <laughs> anyway, uh, a study showed that having a husband creates an extra seven hours- of housework each week for a woman. Uh, but a wife saves her husband from an hour of chores around the house each week. Researchers found that young single women did the least amount of housework, mm -hmm. sounds about right, at about 12 hours a week. Married women in their 60s and 70s did nearly twice that amount. Okay, then there's a problem. Do you think, well, and think then the about, husband needs to get their ass Think kicked. about your mom. Let's think about your mom right oh now. Oh my God, they're, they're my dad doesn't touch nothing. They're relatively traditional in that regard, right? She yes. does all of it. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if he knows how to turn a vacuum on. <laughs> I don't think so. Right, and what a lucky guy. Right? What a lucky guy. Is he? Is he now? I think so. Uh, we, had, we had these two... We still have one of one of them we're, we're still friends with, but they 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 were married. They're not anymore. And he didn't do any housework, and she all. did all of it. She complained a lot about it. That's how we knew he didn't do any. Um, but I was always like, God, what See, a lucky guy. I, I don't think that works in this current day and age because especially if you had two people working exactly. Yeah. And so I, you know, just looking at their marriage a little bit th that probably contributed to the oh, demise sure it of it, you know? Yeah. Resentment, all that stuff. But, um, I, I would say that, yeah, especially even, even if you're, even if you make more money, mm -hmm. right. Uh, and, and then, then the, then your spouse, um, they're still working, you know, they're still putting in the same efforts and amount of time that you are. And, uh, you, it's equal. It's gotta be equal to a certain regard. I think it should be. Weirdly, you brought up those two because I had a dream of those two last night. That is weird. Very strange. O old friends of ours. One of them is still, still our friend, but, uh, you know, that's, that happens when marriage, you know, in marriages, things, you know, you, you lose people, but yeah. other circumstances with that whole yeah. situation. But, uh, anyway, let's get back to this married women in their sixties. I said that already, uh, do nearly twice the amount while women with more than three children spend 28 hours a week cleaning, cooking, and washing. Oh, oh God. It's miserable. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. I mean, that if, if, if you're a housewife, that is your technically your job. I think that's part one of the reasons, and I know it's this is probably very shallow, but I mean, it's the truth. I, I could never see my life that way. But if you were a stay-at-home mom, how would you embrace that? I mean, well, then it, that's yeah, different. It's, it is different. I've, I've, I have had friends. I have friends who it's stay-at-home mom, two kids, and then the the husband still has to come home and clean the house. Nope. To me, that's like that would not work. Either. That would frustrate me as the man because you're 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 sacrificing your time away from your family, even though that I'm sure some sometimes it's probably a break, a nice break from mm -hmm. from all of the chaos at home. Um, but it also isn't fair to the wife either because she's literally with those little ones all day long and she needs a break from them too. So it kind of sucks like that. Yeah, I have never it's hard seen to balance that. that that would work because there still isn't a balance. It's hard to balance it. I mean, technically that's her job, right? Um, and no offense to, to women, but if you're a stay-at-home mom, that that's your job. Embrace that. Yeah, and, but at the same time, like you said, she's going to want a break. Well, then who watches? 
The husband. Yeah, the, the father, the and dad. And then the, he's worked all day. So it's not a win-win. It isn't win-win. It yeah. isn't win-win. I, you, I, you have to have, you know, and then hopefully they get old enough uh, that, that you, you can both take have a date night kind of thing, mm-hmm. give them, give them to grandparents or something. But, um, I was, I was talking to my cousin Rick yesterday, Ricky, Rick, I don't know if it goes, goes by Ricky or Rick. I call him Rick. Uh, and h- him and his wife, th- they got pregnant really early on. I think, uh, January was 17 mm-hmm. when they had their, their daughter, Lauren, and they're all grown up now. So they're in their early forties, which I consider to be probably the prime of your life. Mm-hmm. Really? They're in their early forties, making more money than they made when they were broke, mm-hmm. right? When they were had their kids when they weren't making any money. Uh, and their kids are all grown up. Their 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 youngest, Daniel, is 21. He still lives at the house, but I mean, they get it's like freedom. Now we can go enjoy our lives. Yeah. So is it, it's like make it through those really tough times because I'm sure they had tough times. Mm-hmm. And now now you're on the other side of it. You can really enjoy each other. You yeah. know, it's kind of kind of cool in yeah, life a little bit. Uh, last thing I've got here before I get into wacky but true news: people who are born in fall will live a few months longer than the rest of us. A study looked at more than one million people over the age of fifty-five in Austria, Denmark, and Australia. They found that people born from October to December tended to outlive people born in spring by about three to six months. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The same held true for people born in Australia when the researchers factored in the seasons for the Southern Hemisphere. Scientists credit an an abundance of food in the traditional fall harvest months for giving babies born then a nutritional head start. Or, uh, this is me, um, fall is six months before or after spring so what if you were the fall, you were born in the fall before the other person was born in, or the fall after the other person was born in spring, then you are you were born six months after anyway. So of course you're going to live six months longer. <sighs> yeah. No, I, they, they go by birthday to birthday. My bad. I don't know what else. <laughs> that was a dumb thing that I just said there. Hmm. I apologize. But hmm. I don't always have smart things to say. Let's move on. A private school in China upset some parents after it collected cash fines from low-ranking students that were used that were used to reward the school's top performers. So the the uh, the students not doing so well mm-hmm. were fined, and that those fines were rewarded to the top performers in the class. Wow. Well. I can see that being an incentive yeah, to do well. An incentive to do well, but not not a, a penalty for not doing well. Well, I don't know. I guess. I mean, in the, <laughs> I mean, it's, we're just playing. But yeah. I mean, it would definitely because we don't. I just think that's disappeared now. Where yeah, you, you, it's true. You, you get you know you get a trophy for everything. Well, yeah, the workforce, everybody gets the same raise, even though people perform differently. Now I think you know if there's children that are have a disability, a learning disability, then of course that needs to come into play. But I think it would 
create competitiveness for learning. I, I think, you know, I don't know. There's I, a I, lot of byproducts of it also presents, uh, creates resentment. Yeah. Lower performers. Some people aren't going to perform as well. Well, I, yeah, and I agree. But just you know, I guess playing on a small scale, I, I think that would get people to do more. I agree. Uh, but you, you know, you, you're right. They'll work harder. But sometimes people can will work really hard and still not be as good as the top performers. It's just the way that it is. Some people understand things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You know, someone knows how to play the guitar really well. Someone knows how to play the drums really well. Totally agree. You, I, I, if I tried to play the guitar, I wouldn't be as good as Travis. Right. Travis wouldn't be as good as a drummer as me. It, we're all a little different, right. you know? So uh, ex- expecting the same level of success is kind of a, kind of a weird thing, right? Yeah, it is. Because my, my success may be a B. That may be like, whoa, you got a B? You know, that, 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 and then someone else, it doesn't mean you're, you're less valuable. It just means maybe for whatever those, that class is or whatever mm. the curriculum is, it you just, just doesn't absorb as quickly or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not making an excuse for underachievers. I think it's just one of those things. It's kind of a bummer. Uh, let's move on. Medics in New Orleans were called to a home by someone reporting a possible cardiac arrest on a neighbor's front porch. They rushed over but found their patient quietly sitting in a chair wearing some un- uh, some familiar looking mittens. Uh, it wasn't just a mannequin, but a life-size version of the Bernie Sanders in a chair meme. Mm. That has been going around and around and around online since the photo was taken of the Vermont senator at President Joe Biden's inauguration. It was a mannequin. Wow. Wearing mittens. A 15-year-old in the UK woke up from a week-long coma swearing like crazy uh, and craving whole wheels of cheese. His family said the teen always liked cheese. 15-year-old from a week-long coma. Wow. He's cussing and wanting cheese when he woke up. <laughs> uh, a young Norwegian driver did 18 days in jail for throwing a speed trap camera into the ocean. The 19-year-old panicked when the camera caught him driving too fast on a coastal highway. It also caught him ripping off the camera, ripping the camera off from its perch and pitching it into the ocean. That's great. Uh, the teen had been driving his parents' car and wanted to keep his speeding. Uh, descent or discreet? Uh, discreet. Uh huh. That that's great. Like nah, camera <laughs> caught me. I'm t- tossing it. Right? Yeah, and it's probably a little continual par- feed, so it's not going to disappear. A little, just a little paranoid though. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. a little paranoid. Uh, Wang Dong. Oh God, what a name! Had been lecturing for nearly two hours. He had not answered his phone. He did not let the comments from his students. On his wait, he had not let the comments from students on his Zoom call or the departure of some of his students distract him. Finally, he invited invited the students in the living with mathematics course he was teaching for the National University of Singapore to ask questions. He didn't get any answers that related to the lecture, but he did get one useful piece of information. He'd been on mute for pretty much the whole lecture wow he told the students he'd give the lecture again later two <laughs> hours mindy wow that sucks. two hours and Whoops. that is your wacky but true news let's get into uh entertainment news 
It's entertainment news with Mindy. Gonna get yourself some entertainment news. First up, Kevin Hart has lined up his next comedy role, reteaming with his night school writer for a new Netflix comedy called Me Time, hmm. which follows a stay-at-home dad who finds himself with some me time for the first time in years while his wife and kids are away. Oh, no. He reconnects with his former best friend for a wild weekend that nearly uh, upends his life. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, George Clooney and Julia Roberts are reteaming for a romantic comedy, Ticket to Paradise. Hmm. The two old pals who starred together in the Ocean's Eleven films and Money Monster will play a divorced couple trying to stop their daughter from rushing into marriage. Uh, hopefully it's better than his last Netflix film, yeah. which was Awful. not great. So bad. I forget the name of it. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And this is a little bit older news now, but the thieves shot Lady Gaga's dog walker and made off with two of her French bulldogs. The shooting took place in West Hollywood late on Wednesday night. So some thieves took her dogs. Mm -hmm. uh, the, I didn't really say that right. The Los Angeles uh, Police Department confirmed that a 30-year-old victim was taken to a local hospital. He was reportedly alert and communicative uh, while being treated. CNN reported Thursday that the dog walker is recovering well. The singer has three beloved French bulldogs, uh, I want to say Frenchies. Koji, Asia, and Gustav. She is extremely upset and is offering a $500,000 reward for the safe return of Koji and Gustav. No questions asked. Anyone with information is asked to email blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I thought... Those are expensive dogs. I'm sure that she's, she paid top dollar for them. Yes, and I, it's just kind of a weird thing. Why would someone do that? And I don't know. They were Steel like dogs, right? People thought weird. it was sort of a hoax for a political stunt. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. But anyway, that's your entertainment news. Thank you, Mindy. Hey, babe, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time. I will admit I did not, I do not like this one. Oh, okay. We just picked these random ones and I don't like this one. Um, but I'm going to try and have some fun with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mindy, if you could rename yourself, what would you, what name would you choose? Well, my answer was I wouldn't rename myself because I like my name. Yeah. I think my name is unusual. I've only known two other Mindy's in my entire life. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of an unusual name. It's not even like unusual. It's really, it's weird that it is unusual kind of like it's unusual. It, Cause it's, you know, like some names are like really old from the past and this one is well, sort of like, do you ever ask your mom why, why she named you mom and dad? Why they named you Mindy? I, I haven't actually, I should. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of one of those names that could be present or past. You know, it's it, you could reuse it. It's yeah. not. I it's don't, it's yeah. not one of those that gets that's old and. I don't weird. think so. Yeah, I like it. I like I like the name Mindy. Um, my name, 
I like my name too. I mean, I think you just, I think, I don't know that there's too many people that don't like their name. Uh, you know, uh, I like my name. Jason is. There's a it, lot of Jasons in the world. I know, but it's also a name that is. Probably would never be, get old. No, right. It's just like. It's not one of those ones. It's not like, it's not like Gary. <laughs> I know you hate that name. <laughs> Gary. Gary. Hey, Gary. <laughs> right. It's not like that one. Right. It's like, oh, I got I to gotta talk yeah. to Gary again. Right. Right. Um, so that's good. All right. Well, because there are names that are dying. I, I should have done that. That would have been fun to come up with a list of the names that are kind of ex, kind of going extinct, mm -hmm. like Gladys. Yeah, yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so I wouldn't rename myself. I think the only name I would pr potentially pick would be my middle name, Dana, because it's it's got a history to it. And every time I say that, it makes me sad. You know, it's with my uncle. I I miss him. Uh, I, yeah. I know he's going through you know, dementia and stuff like that. So it's kind of, kind of a sad. Yeah, it is. It's just such, what a turn. Anyway, um, I think if I, I've always loved my grandmother's name. Her name was Viola. That's a beautiful name. Yeah. So Violet, Viola. I just think it's really pretty. After a flower. Mm -hmm. That's great. Okay. Well, what are our uh, um, folks on social media saying? Now, the folks had way different ideas. About this? Yes. So first up, Brendan Lee. Oh. Ebenezer Dodge. Oh, nice. <laughs> he went creative on that. That's cool. Yeah. They they all kind of sort of went creative. Um, next one up is Carol Chapel. She said, I like both my maiden and married name and initials CLC hmm. in both cases. I would like to be called Roberta. Don't know why. I do like Roberta Flack. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Dig that. Uh, Kim Galbraith said, I'm good. I'm good. I like my name. That's mm -hmm. it. She's in our category then. Uh, Jesse Vasquez said. Oh, here we go. Cornelius Sebastian Nathaniel III would be fitting, I presume. Oh boy, this guy. <laughs> and everybody kind of laughed on that one. Uh -huh. My sister said, I like my name, but the first name that popped into my head was Sylvia. I don't like that name. I don't either, Angie. Sorry. I like yep. Angie better. I mean, I'd still... Call you Sylvia. And Angie's another one of those names that is universal. Like you can yeah, use Angela, it. Uh -huh. Angie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Carol said, I like Kylie or Corinne. I, uh, those are, those are good. That's not bad. Uh -huh. I don't know if I could take you as seriously if your name was Kylie though. <laughs> Jim Roberts said, Sir Wickety Lickety Split Esquire. Okay. Saw, <laughs> saw Jim yesterday. On the golf course. Oh, did you? Yep. Nice. Mm -hmm. Hopefully he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim said Spencer. Jim who? Ballard. Oh, Spencer. Oh, that's mm -hmm. cool. That's a cool name. Spencer. Mike Lutz said Buck Naked. Oh, interesting. Hey, Buck Naked. That's mm -hmm. good. All right, you went for the joke. I got it. Joe Johnson said, definitely not Joseph Robert Johnson. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> so so plain. <laughs> right? Sometimes along the lines. Oh, something along the lines of Guadalupe Sanchez. Okay, Joe. Great job, man. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't fit you, bud. Mr. Robert Bumba said, Sir Robert. Okay, sir. Add a sir to it. Mm-hmm. And Rodney Squire said, Guapo Gato. Guapo Gato. Mm -hmm. Okay, Rodney, thank you for mm -hmm. that. Appreciate it. 
that is it. Nice. Well, thank you everybody for your uh, responses to the question. Um, I'm going to pull a card here. The next question will be this. If you could donate $1 million to a charity, which one would you choose? <clears throat> I like that one. That's good. Uh, I would donate it to Low Tree Studios. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, pull, uh, pull the card. The question is that uh, we'll we'll talk about it on Wednesday live. Of course, you can respond on the social media stuff, Jason and Mindy podcast, Low Tree Studios. And if you're friends with Mindy, you can respond there because she will post it on all those places. And of course, you can respond to us live if we go live. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, that will be on next Wednesday's or this Wednesday's show. Mindy, what do you have? Let's discuss. I have secrets. Ooh, secrets are always lies. Yeah. Uh, what would servers from across the country tell you if they could get away with it? Mm. Well, for starters, when to go out, what not to order, mm. what really happens behind the kitchen's swinging doors, and what they like or what they think of you and your tips. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the first one up is after a certain time, it's all decaf. In more restaurants after 8 p.m. or so, all the coffee is decaf because no one wants to clean two different coffee pots. I'll bring out a tray with 12 coffees on it and give some to the customers. Oh, that is jacked up, dude. Mm -hmm. Who ordered regular, others to the ones who ordered decaf. But they're all decaf. (laughs) Wow, that's messed up. I don't know if that's that's probably makes not, sense though. It's probably not true for every place, but or it so, could be the opposite, where it's just a pot of caffeinated coffee. Either and way, if you want decaf, you're getting caffeinated. Either way. Oh, that's not good. You don't want to give someone if they ask for decaf caffeine because so, maybe they don't. Maybe they're maybe they don't like caffeine. Maybe it does something to them. True. So you wouldn't want to do that. So I guess th- this would be a tip, right? If you're if you're sitting in a, in a restaurant and you want coffee, get a specialty coffee if they have one because mm-hmm. they can't really fuck that up, right? You yeah, know, like good, a good like point. a cappuccino or yeah, espresso or something. You can't really fuck. You can't really give me decaf if I ask for an espresso, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we give kids lots of sugar. We put sugar in our kids' meals so kids will like them more. Seriously, we even put an extra sugar in the dough for the kids' pizzas. Wow. All right. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. We lie to vegetarians. If Mm. you're a vegetarian and you ask if we use vegetable stock, I'm going to say yes, even if we don't. You'll never know the difference. You won't. Nope. Why even ask that dumb question? Yeah, and you're out in a restaurant. If you're a vegan, don't go out to any place but other than a vegan restaurant exactly. or just get a damn salad. Right. Yeah, you can't mess that up. Yeah. That's so true because, you know, restaurants base their menus off from what they buy, you know, so they may have a certain menu that only calls for certain ingredients. Yeah, they're, they're not, not gonna, going out of their way. They're not going to gonna get... make a vegan meal for you, vegan. That's your <laughs> choice. Don't go to a, don't go to a restaurant that doesn't serve vegan. Exactly. Yeah. Watch out for the specials. We've heard this one at a lot, at a lot of restaurants. Special is whatever they need to sell before it goes bad. Yep. 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 Especially Stephanie watch out for the soup of the day. If it contains fish or if it's some kind of gumbo, it's probably the stuff they're trying to get rid of. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeesh. That's right. And we've also heard this next one, avoid the lemons. Do you know why? I don't. Because they don't wash them. Oh yeah. They, they don't they wash the outside. Yeah, and yeah. they'll put them in your your water, and it's it's got whatever pesticides that are on the yep. outside. 
I can't talk about calories. If you ask me how many calories are in a particular dish, I'm not allowed to tell you even if I know. I'm supposed to say all that information is available online. Yeah, that's good. So not, why we want to talk about that anyway? Why why ask? I know. That? And again, if you're going out to a restaurant, you already know it's cheat night. Yeah, you have to already know, or you get a salad. Well, not only that, you're not going to get what you make like at home. No, maybe. you can't control it. You have to. You have to let go of that certain amount of. Yeah, they're cooking it in full fat. You know what I'm saying? They're they're not going to go out of their way to again uh, yeah. watch your calories. You're right. Um, we'll mess with your credit card. I've never seen anybody do anything to your food, but I have seen servers mess with your credit card. If a server doesn't like you, he might try to embarrass you in front of your business associate or date by bringing your credit card back and saying, do you have another card? Oh God, that's, that's jacked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't carry all those types of milk. Skim milk is almost never skim milk. Very few restaurants outside Starbucks carry whole milk, 2% skim milk, and half and half. It's just not practical. Yeah, to have that much variety. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that makes me wonder, like, when you actually go to a coffee shop, and I hear people say, coffee, they skim do. milk, please. Coffee coffee shops typically do have those different types of milks because that they're in the business of that. Yeah. But a restaurant isn't, yeah, that's true. not their primary focus. Yeah. yeah. Homemade doesn't always mean homemade. Well, Some, it's not at home. It's at a restaurant. Exactly. Some places buy salad dressings in one-gallon jars, then add a few ingredients like a blue cheese crumble or fresh herbs and call it homemade. Interesting. <laughs> and please don't ask for hot tea. I thought this one was interesting. The single greatest way to get your waiter to hate you, ask for hot tea. For some reason, an industry that's managed to streamline everything else hasn't been able to streamline that. You've got to get a pot, boil the water, get the lemons, get the honey, bring a cup and a spoon. It's a lot of work for a little reward. Yeah, and why would you go there for hot tea? You make that at home. Unless you go to like a uh, an Asian restaurant where that's one of the things they have, oolong tea or something. They've got that in the back ready yeah. to roll. I just, I, I, yeah. Why would you get tea? I've done that before and I've always been like, why did I get this? Why the fuck did I just get tea? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll do a couple more. Uh, tips are pooled in many restaurants. The tips are pooled. So if you have a bad experience with the server, you're stiffing the bartender who made your drinks, the waiter boy who poured your water, sometimes the hostess, the food runner, and maybe the other Waiters. Yeah, I think everybody's aware of the the fact that tips are pooled like that. Let's see how many I've done so far. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, do eleven. Mm. Okay, so we'll do a couple more. Just do do, do uh, go do to twelve. Go, okay, go to twelve. So next one is eggs are normally made from powder. Uh, Even at the Best breakfast buffet no. in the world. Buffet, Not, yes. Yeah. 99 times out of 100, the big pan of scrambled eggs is made from powder. Powdered eggs. I don't know. I, I think if you go to a uh, place that s now, serves- these are buffets. Yeah, that's a buffet. I think if you go to a place that serves breakfast- they're using eggs. Yeah, they yeah. are. Definitely. Yeah, they're not. It, I, I would, you're right, buffet. That, why not? Yeah, because you see those huge pans. I mean, yeah. But they kind of taste pretty good, though. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. Oh, well, that was pretty good. The last one, it's normally the kitchen's fault. People think that just because your food took a long time, it's the server's fault. Nine times out of 10, it's the kitchen or it's the fact that you ordered a well-done burger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's It's more... It's never the server. Well, the server's doing all they can. It, It may be the fact that there's not enough servers... Well, so did possible. you find this interesting enough Absolutely. to continue? Yeah, I, okay. I think it's great. You should do it next time. All right, time. I will. I enjoyed that. Well, let's get into uh, this. All right, so that's fun facts. You know that. Uh, my first fun fact is in a lifetime, on average, an average driver will release approximately 912 pints of wind. Of wind. Inside a car. What? Of you, wind? What? I thought it was wiper fluid. I didn't read that fully. <laughs> Pints of wind? Release wind in a car. Is that farting? I don't know. Read it again. That's weird. In a lifetime, an average driver will, will release approximately 912 pints. How, how, do you, how do you release pints of wind? This was a really bad fact. Well, it's pipe farting. That's what I'm getting out of it. You can measure air in pints? I don't, yeah, I don't I know don't, about I, that. I, I don't that was know. It's a really bad fun fact. I apologize. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Bruce Bridgerman, a 67-year-old uh, neuroscientist, had been stereo blind, unable to see depth his entire life. However, in February 2012, it was permanently cured after he saw the movie Hugo in 3D at a movie theater. That's really a great fun fact. See, that's that made up for mine. Uh, <laughs> the most widely used food in the world is... Milk? The onion. Oh. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oxford English Dictionary editors recently revealed that run, R-U-N, yeah. is now the single word with the most potential meanings in all of English have over 645 different usage cases wow. for the verb form alone. That's crazy. Uh, good fun facts. Thank you, Mindy. And that's it. All right, so I've got addictions you didn't know existed. That's right. So do you have any addictions? Um, smoking. Yeah. Biting my nails. That's um, one of mine. I'm not proud of it. It's uh, probably about it. Yeah. I, I don't have too many, no. Yeah. I'm not addicted to alcohol. Nope. I, I, I don't need it. In fact, sometimes I get sick from I it. I think of it sometimes an addiction to worrying. Like, and yeah. I don't mean to, but like I, I worry like all the time about stupid that's, I don't shit. know if that's considered an addiction or just a, I don't know if that's an addiction. Though. Yeah, I'm not sure. But that would be I my next thing is I'm, I'm, I get tired of worrying all the time. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, well, let's get into this. Addictions are powerful chemical dependencies, chemical dependencies uh, that don't always make sense to outsiders or sometimes even psychologists. Uh, but we do know What we do know is that if the brain likes what it tastes, feels, or sees anything and everything, it can become addictive. Mm -hmm. There you go. Here are some addictions you didn't know existed. Eating cigarette ashes. Oh, gross. Really? Addiction to eating cigarette ashes is a form of 
Pika disorder, in which a person craves foods with no nutritional value. Mm. Have you seen that show where it's weird addictions? I've not. It's a trip. It's too many it's, shows to watch. It's, it's stuff like that. People yeah. have people eat like rocks. Wow. And yeah, just weird stuff that you're like, or styrofoam, or yeah, okay. People who eat cigarettes. Cigarette ashes may have nutritional deficiencies or uh, can be anemic. Excessive consumption of cigarette ashes could be toxic and cause gastrointestinal issues. Of course it can. Jesus. Uh, How about this one? Eating chalk. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Chalk eating is a common form of pica disorder again. Uh, Even though it is labeled as non-hazardous, excessive chalk eating can be harmful to your health. Chalk may be contaminated during the manufacturing process and could contain metal shavings, rodent droppings, and even traces of chemicals that may be dangerous to ingest. How about this one? Eating glass. Yeah, I've heard that. I'm not surprised by any of these. Yeah. I think I've seen one of these on that show. Yep. Eating glass. Eating glass, also called hyalo, who cares, is a pathological, and it's a pica disorder as well. Uh, People who are addicted to eating glass may sustain internal injuries that have serious gastrointestinal issues. Yeah, that is not a good one. Hair pulling. Yeah. Hair pulling. People do that. Yeah. When my hair on my face gets a little long, I'll, I'll. Stroke we knew it. somebody that did that. They would pull their eyelashes out and they're... Did we know somebody that? I don't yes, know. I did. And I can't even think who that was now, but they they wouldn't, they didn't have any eyebrows and, and eyelashes because they were they constantly... I don't, I don't remember that. Pulling them out. Well, hair pulling, also called something, some stupid word, is an overwhelming addiction to pulling, twisting, and plucking hair from the scalp or face. People will just play with their hair. I don't know if you've seen that. People who are addicted to pulling their hair typically have uh, bald spots and may disguise their condition by wearing wigs or hats. The cause of hair pulling is not completely clear, but researchers believe genetic and environmental factors contribute to this painful addiction. Uh, eating toilet paper. Ew. Toilet paper is an is another common non-food item consumed by people uh, with pica disorder. Mm. God. Even though toilet paper may seem harmless because we use it to wipe our butts, mm. uh, it can contain trace contaminants of chemicals from the manufacturing process. Wow. It's not safe. Uh, eating soap. Mm. People do this. Believe it or not, there are quite a few people who do not only who not only enjoy having a bar of soap in their mouths, but they like to eat it. Yeah, it's so uh, eating soap is a form of pica I'm disorder. Glad it's so normal. Well, we'll find out if you're normal. <laughs> Got some other stuff here. Uh, anyway, it's it's not good to eat soap. Eating laundry detergent for the same reason. Eating laundry deter- detergent is also pica disorder, in which the consumer retains no nutritional value from the product. The addiction poses a serious danger to one's health when consumed in excess. Mm. I did this one when I was a kid. Thumb sucking. Yeah, me too. I did it so much that I my uh, thumb, my fingernail came off. Wow, Jesus. When I was a kid. I was a little boy. You were really gnawing at that thing. And my, they tried to cure it, cure me of it, uh, by putting hot sauce on my thumb. And that's, I love hot sauce to this day. Wow. (laughs) 
Thumb sucking. Thumb sucking is an addictive addiction shared by children and adults. Mm. Well, maybe for me, that's why it translated into nail biting. Possibly. Uh, there are many reasons why people suck their thumbs during childhood, such as anxiety or security. Aside from public humiliation and embarrassment, adults who are addicted to sucking their thumb might experience dental problems, social isolation, and shame. There's adults that still suck their thumbs. Yeah, there is. I've heard that. Before. I don't know how I ever, st- I don't know why I ever stopped. Well, because you get, you become an adult and, and then. But I, I, you know, you, I don't remember the last time I did it. I think I was. I think you just like, for me, re, I suck my thumb like really for a long, long time. And then it became. Isn't that weird to it, think about? It is weird to think about. And then all of a sudden your brain goes, yeah, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Uh, this one's not such a bad one. Bodybuilding is an addiction. Uh, bodybuilding is something that can start out as a normal and health normal and healthy, but can become very addictive in no I time. I wish it was a, a, an addiction for me. Extreme bodybuilding. But then there's those people that are really into it and it's oh, gross. Oh, and it looks grotesque. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think if you're addicted to working out, that's a good thing. It's not such a bad thing. Extreme bodybuilding can lead to many unhealthy practices such as steroid usage, as, as we mentioned, the people that take it to the next level. Uh, the obsession with being as muscular and as strong as possible puts serious strain on one's body and heart and can lead to um, disordered eating as well. We know this is an addiction. Some people have it. I wouldn't say that I do, but I could see how it's possible. Mm-hmm. Tattoos. Mm. For many people, tattoos are like potato chips. You can never just have one. That is true. However, there comes a point where getting tattoos can become a serious addiction. Tattoo addicts may be obsessed with the pain of the needle and the adrenaline response. That's true. As well as the attention they get from having tons of tattoos. Uh, The more tattoos a person gets, the greater their chances are uh, for having allergic reactions, skin infections, and contracting blood-borne diseases. Mm. That's true. And then the last one, uh, piercings is another one. Another big one. Yeah. Piercings, much like tattoos, can be very addictive, whether it's the pain of piercing the skin or the attention it draws. People can become addicted to piercings you know in an unhealthy way. Piercings, I absolutely think, are disgusting. Are the ones where they put the circles in their earlobes yes. and then they just get them bigger it's ir- and bigger. It's ir- irreparable. It's it's unrepairable. When you do that to your earlobes, then you take you decide you don't want that shit in there anymore. You got this wonky, lazy, flappy earlobe that you can never get rid of. It's disgusting. Stephanie told me she did that. It must have been small enough to where it was able to heal back up. I think so, but she said it stunk and it was, it was, had a hard time to clean it all the time. Yeah. So gross. Anyway, well, that was, that was that. Uh, Let's get into this. I don't like that sound. (laughs) What is that for? Supposed to be. I, you it's know what, to be Jason, for this. The, oh, okay. Well, yeah, but you know what? I should have filled that sound with something I needed to say. What? What do you need to Can say? You play the music again. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> it's just sappy enough, you know. Okay. Okay. Love is. Oh, that's a good love is. Mm-hmm. 
See, doesn't that sound good? Yeah, it's good that I don't have to use Bob Marley and potentially risk getting you know, sued for using So I have Bob a Marley. love is because I don't want to forget it on the difference between us. Okay. Love is when your husband mm -hmm. is tired, mm -hmm. but goes to Rite Aid mm -hmm. to get your favorite ice cream, chocolate yep. malted crunch, mint and chip, mm -hmm. and waffle cones and went twice because i forgot my mask yes that is the love is i like rite aid i was telling you that you know we're always like oh i gotta go buy the store and we need something real quick yeah. they have they have a lot of shit in there it's like a, it's do. like it's it's a, a small market you know and they mm -hmm. they do have they have a lot they have good beer there i don't know why i'm always like i gotta go to the store and get beer why don't i just fucking go there it's, it's right there in the corner it's right there and they have pretty good beer they have pretty good whiskey there Mm -hmm. And it's not really expensive. So I don't know why I don't think of that place more often. They're like right there. Mm -hmm. It's totally close. All right. Water cooler question. The average guy will spend $874 uh, this year. So per year on what? I am not one of these people, mm. by the way. Lottery? No. So this is something, and I'm, I'll give you some hints so you can have some fun with it. It's something that you you use in your house. Uh, if you're a bodybuilder, you might get a lot of these. Oh, protein drinks? Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's find out what it really is. Vitamins and supplements. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 They'll do that for sure. You don't do that. I don't. Mm -hmm. Uh... I wish I did. I wish I took more vitamins. Your vitamins. Nah, I, I, I'm twice, two, three times a week. I forget most days. Yeah. On the weekends, I rarely do it. What are we talking about today? Yeah, this is a little more serious question Ooh. that requires a serious answer. Mm. Two parents decide to raise their son as a girl mm. or vice versa. Oh Should boy. they be allowed to, if it will cause the child identity issues when they are older? Oh, this is a, this is a tough one. Uh, That's a hot button that you just pressed here. It's a hot Political button. Political hot button. It's really. okay that you have your own opinion. Many people have their own opinions. You're giving, you're giving me permission. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Okay, you can get into all that. What does it mean to be a boy and a girl, right? Uh, what does it mean to raise your child as a boy or a girl? Because boys can be into the same things that girls can be, and girls can be into the same things that boys can be. I agree. So what, what does it mean? So first you have to ask that question. What does it mean to raise to raise your son or daughter as the opposite sex. Um, that, that I don't really have a problem with. Let's say, let's say, okay, let's say dad and mom wanted a boy, right. And they got a girl and dad raises the girl to do what the, tomboy the, the, stuff, tomboy, right? typical, took typical boy stuff, mm -hmm. football, uh, working on cars, whatever, whatever would be classified as something that a girl typically wouldn't do. Mm. I don't see anything wrong with that. Right. I, I see nothing wrong with that. Um, now if you, if you go the, the, the route and raise your boy to be a girl as if she really was a girl, right. You know, or he really was a girl, then that's, uh, 
uh, that's that's weird to me. Um, not weird in the sense that's that's the wrong choice of words. It's I don't know what it is. It's I don't it's think it would be right. I don't think it would be right, right because a boy's a boy and a, and a girl's a girl, biologically speaking. And I think if we're talking about children, I don't think children should be able to form that opinion of themselves until they reach at least 18, 17, 18. Uh, you're, you're starting to come into you know, adulthood. I, I don't think that it's right for parents to, I agree with you. Like there, I was a tomboy. I liked, um, things that boys did more than what girls did. However, I did play with Barbies and et cetera when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't have a problem with like interest of a child because yeah. I think we all differ. I just don't know how you can raise someone if if you if you remove the interest and you just focus on the actual sex of the of the person. Yeah, like, I don't know how you can raise someone. You know, are you going to teach your boy to wipe front to back or however that's supposed to go? Right. He's got a penis. Right. You're going to teach him how to use a penis to pee and and I mean the the you can't it, a boy's a boy, a girl's a girl. Right. That's. I mean, honestly, mechanics. that is the way I look at it. I know that that there that there's a, there's a whole different perspective that 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 people feel. In fact, I you know I, I interviewed somebody transgender person who feels much differently than I do. Um, that that he felt like he was a girl, and so. Mm -hmm. I I still think like even if you're a parent and you have a child like that that. It's important not to place your influence yeah, I agree. either way. Either way. So I think the key word for me is influence. I think you should allow the child to be who or she is. Wants to be or will and, be. Yeah, and wants to be. And But allow that child the time, another key word, time, to decipher what they're really feeling. And give them a broad range of experiences so that they can decipher that and don't put any pressure on them. It's no different than, um, you know, you expecting your kid to be a doctor when you, because you, you couldn't be a doctor and you want your kid to be a doctor or a mm -hmm. lawyer and you force them down that road. That's also sort of unfair, you know, yeah. let them become whatever they are because we're individuals and we're going to have our own interests. Right. Um, I just, I, I posed this question because I just read something, um, about a nine-year-old, their parents are getting a sex operation done. Oh boy, that's and I, no, I don't just know. think that's irreversible. I think they're too young. I think they're not I, able to. I'm make surprised those, they're even well that legally they'll be even be well, allowed. They're trying, that's the whole thing is they're trying to make that legal. That is not. I don't think that should be legal. I either do I, and I think that that child is still a child. They 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 don't have the. Maybe that is how they feel, but allow them just to be with that. There's nothing wrong with allowing your child to be whoever they are and then allow them when they're a, an adult to make that decision. Not, like I said, keyword influence. You don't need to influence that one way or another. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I wouldn't, uh, I don't know. That's a weird, that's a weird spot to be in. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just I know. put myself in that position. If I had a child, I'm not going to stifle how they feel. Yeah. I think that's wrong. Yeah. 
listen to them, allow them to be themselves, allow yeah. them to explore it, really get, create the space around it so that they can figure that that out for themselves. Mm -hmm. Give give them the information too, you know, uh, be real with them. Say, look, uh, I mean, honestly, I would be real. Like you, maybe you feel like a, a girl, but biologically you are a boy. So what is it that you're, what is it that you're feeling? Let's talk about that. What, what is it mm. deep down that you're feeling? And, and, and understand that this, because I'm, I'm in a different, I'm on that other side, right? Where it's like, I, I believe in biology. If you are, you are what you are. Maybe you feel differently. Maybe you have some, some, some deep feelings of, of this or that. Personally, if I had, I, I personally, if I was experiencing those things, I would be looking at those feelings rather than my, my, my organs as a definition of who I am. Yeah. I would be, I would want to pull those feelings apart and go, what am I, what, why do I feel so out of place in this body? Mm. Right. What does that mean? Because the reality is I'm in this body. So I have to deal with that. Right. It's the same. It's no different than like, uh, oh, we hate this earth. Let's look, let's look. Let's look for Mars. Let's look at Mars for a place to live for us. Well, why not just fucking live here and take care of here? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it's I, I look at it that way. I'm yeah. I'm in this body. I should exist here. Yeah. Uh, is that did I, did I go too far? No. I, I that was that's why I said it was a more serious question, and uh, everybody has their own opinions on this. But we are we are coming into an age mm -hmm. in this world where that is changing. It's it and, is. And I just think that it's unfortunate for the child. Yeah, I do too. I wouldn't have wanted that. I think you're doing your child a disservice. Yeah. By not allowing them to just be with, be within themselves to figure, figure it, it out. out before we you all, make some I mean, that's, huge that permanent change. Growing pains or adolescence or um, what's the word? That's how we decipher things when we're when we become an adult. I mean, what happened to that? You know. Yeah, I right. I agree. I agree with that. Good, good question, Mindy. Uh, let's move on to this. Your inspirational word for the day is fruit. 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 I like fruit. Love is a fruit in season at all times and within reach of every hand. Nice. <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> Patience is a tree whose root is bitter but its fruit is very sweet yeah patience i don't i, I agree i don't especially have that especially with your golfing oh god i want to choke golfing <laughs> last one mm -hmm. when you eat a fruit think of the person who planted the tree oh i like that yeah i i i appreciate that and i do that often mm -hmm. uh but the buddhist thing you know Thich Nhat Hanh's really really good about teaching that sort of thing um, you know, when you, when you eat fruit, your food or anything, make it more of a meditative experience. Think about the person who cooked it or if you're eating fruit. Person that plowed that field. Yeah. Or... Think if you're thinking of the apple, think about the, the water that, that fed the tree and all of that stuff, you know, the clouds and how it's all connected. Yeah. Some meditative experience. Uh, thank you for that, Mindy. Um, I think that's it for our show. It is. Correct. Yep. So hopefully you guys We're have... We're going to get it out right away because there are people waiting. <laughs> yes, they are. And <laughs> um, we hope you guys have a really, really, really good weekend. Uh, if you'd like to listen to us again, you can do so on CastBox. Uh, we say every Wednesday. Sometimes we... 
Sometimes take we, a night off. we have a hooky day. But we still got a show out for you, but we do that on Wednesdays at 5.30. We do enjoy doing it live. It's nice to have the the, the folks in the live uh, part of the business that we do here. And if you love what we do and want more of us, go to lowtreestudios.com. The links are provided in our show notes. And of course, we have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which is live every other Thursday on CastBox and of course is on all of your favorite pod catchers. Enjoy your evening or day, I should say, or weekend, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. We will. That's right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.